Welcome to this Impossible Life podcast. I'm your host, Lisbeth Koning. In this podcast, I give my musings on mindset strategies to harness the power of I am to create possibilities. Hi, friends. Today, I want to talk about moving out of the black and white and putting on the gray shades. (laughs) So often, we box ourselves in with how we describe ourselves and our abilities, therefore limiting ourselves. It starts with our words and our thoughts. If we say we are not a morning person, our subconscious will do everything to prove this true. If we say that we never stick to anything long-term, same story. If we say that we are bad at math, we will be, but our brains are malleable. We can constantly grow and change. We can The key is to adopt a growth mindset. I can tell you from firsthand experience that once I convince a student that they do have a mathematical mind and their brain can learn it, then they do. In the time period while they still hold that fixed mindset, the struggle is real. Some people have a growth mindset in one area, but not in another. So you may think, oh, I've got that growth mindset, but catch yourself because there's probably some sneaky area where you're using a fixed mindset. So your first step is to bring awareness to your words and your thoughts. Catch yourself when you say a statement that is fixed. Something like, I'm not a morning person. It's in my genetics. My whole family is this way. I'm not good at math. I suck at organization. All of these statements are setting you up to remain that way. And while you may find it difficult to do a 180 and say things like, I'm great at organization, You can open the statement up for growth by adding yet or simply rephrasing. So, I'm not a morning person yet. My whole family is this way, but I'm working to change that. I'm working on my math skills. I'm not good at organization yet. It will feel a little stunted at first, but you will train your brain. And you will start to hear when other people make these sorts of statements. I am definitely known as the yet person. Because when I hear someone make a fixed statement, I rephrase it for them or just say yet. So if this is something you'd like to work on, ask your partner, your friends, your colleagues, anyone around you to help catch you in the fixed statements and rephrase. And hopefully they will start to shift as well. You want to make your goal to be surrounded by a culture of growth mindsets. And it's not just me saying all of this. There have been countless studies that have proven that you can change your mindset from fixed to growth and that when you do, you increase both motivation and achievement. I mean, who doesn't want more motivation and achievement? I tell you how many times do I have people say, I just wish I had the motivation. So step one is bringing awareness and shifting your language to that of a growth mindset. Step two is practicing self-compassion. Imagine yourself as both the one-year-old learning to walk and the parent praising the one-year-old for attempting to walk when they fall down. Think how much praise and love we give them in the process. Yet, when we try something new, we're likely to try it once, and if we can't do it, just say we aren't good at it. If you believe that your brain is malleable, then hopefully you will be more willing to put in the required work of learning a new skill or starting a new habit. And then, when you inevitably stumble on the way, you can love yourself, love on yourself, praise your effort, 
and keep going. Speak to yourself like you would a friend. Take self-compassion moments. That's when you put your hand on your heart and skin to skin is best. You take a deep breath and then you say something like, this is hard, but I can do hard things. It takes a second, just real quick, but it really gets into your parasympathetic nervous system and calms you down. One area that I find people in my group struggling with is with changing their nutrition habits. Food, for many people, is tied to emotion. So many of us have an unhealthy relationship with food. We crave salty or sweet food when we're stressed. We say we deserve a treat, both for when things are bad and when things are good. We follow a plan for a little while and then make a mistake and say, well, I already made a mistake, might as well go all out. But if we take a growth mindset approach to this, we can start with knowing that we can shift our relationship with food and we can keep healthy habits. This knowledge can motivate us to learn more. We can watch videos, work with a coach, listen to podcasts. We can keep tweaking until we find a system that works for us. And when we falter, we can love on ourselves with self-compassion. It is from this place where real change can take place. I no longer use food as my reward. And believe me, I did. (laughs) I definitely caught myself. Like like once I brought awareness to it, I realized how often I said, thought I deserve this. Does that mean I don't eat treats? No way. And does that mean I don't get tempted into that stress eating? No. But I've told the people around me, my goals, they know what I'm working on and they remind me. I remember this one time I was so upset about things with my divorce and I was like, I just want a big, huge ice cream sundae with Snickers on it and whipped cream and chocolate sauce. And I was like describing this. And this was at a point when I was like, had some big goals with nutrition and wanted to really get results from a program. And the people in my life knew this. It was both my partner and my best friend. My partner actually called my best friend, put her on the phone and put her to my ear so that she could say, Oh, yes, that sounds like an amazing Sunday. But don't eat it right now when you're angry. It won't do for you what you want it to do for you. Wait till you're happy again. And then eat it because that's what you've chosen to do. <gasps> oh, what a blessing. I hope you can remember that story when you find yourself in a similar position. So, yes, I do eat treats. <laughs> it just means I'm intentional about them when I have them what I have and when I say no. I recognize the effect that each food has on my body and my brain and I eat in a way to make me feel good. But it took time and support to get there. I want to take a pause from the episode to tell you that if you are needing support in this area of nutrition, I invite you to talk to me about my next wellness group. In our toxic diet culture, there's so much conflicting information. It can get confusing and overwhelming. The program we f- programs that we follow in our groups are focused on healing your relationship with food and eating to fuel your body and feel good. Between the programs and the support of the group, it's way easier to switch to a more balanced, healthy approach to eating. Okay, back to the episode. So we've gone over steps one and two, and step three is to commit to being a lifelong learner. Challenge yourself to always have something new you are learning. Be hungry for knowledge. Follow your passions. Make your identity that 
of someone whose goal is growth. This is where the secret sauce for a happy life lies. Don't let yourself get stuck in a rut. Don't become okay with mediocrity. Life is meant to be joyful. So I challenge you to take this next week to bring awareness to your thoughts and words. Find out the area of your life where you are boxing yourself in. And then make a plan to shift things. Follow these three steps. All right, friends, that's what I have for you. Short and sweet. Once you take my challenge, message me and let me know what you're working on. Reach out with any questions. You can connect with me on Instagram at Lisbeth underscore Koning. I'm just assuming that you haven't contacted me yet. See what I did there? All right. Have a great week.